0: DD-214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos,
1: music, or entertainment not originating from DD-214 Gaming
2: is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976,
1: also known as Fair Use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only.
0: Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now, because we have you.
3: going on everybody
1: what's happening what's <laughs> going on guys day late dollar on?
3: short and probably missing one hundred and eighty-seven thousand brain cells but we're here
1: yeah I mean, we're, still, we're still broke well i mean what are you gonna i mean we are still we are still broke guys it's, a, it's, a, it's a the d-
3: only reason why i'm broke john is because i'm an alcoholic as you can see by the many liquor bottles behind me <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: like, all of us are just like one bad decision away from living under a bridge i mean what what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. The, the bridge,
3: now, I've lived under, under bridge. a bridge, and it wasn't due to bad
1: decisions. You know <laughs> you who lived Kurt Cobain. That's an Just insult saying. to everybody that lives I'm under a bridge in, out there. in my ass. I <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> missed that button, man. Yeah. I, re- yeah. I really missed that button. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yes, yeah, so we're feeling good. We're feeling all right. Um. What how are you guys we? doing? How, how, and how, everybody how, gets how a whole
3: you? different fucking side of us this time because now it's a lot right, later right. in the day than normal and we're not fucking waking up while right. we're trying to do this. I, I our days was. are
1: over. Yeah. Or are they just starting? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't
2: know about you guys. I got I, I always have stuff during the week, you know, like starting in the morning. So it's like regardless, oh, of, regardless, regardless of how my evenings go, uh, I have to be up by a certain time like – you know, Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. regardless. Like there is no, yeah, see, no, no question or choice in the matter. See, the I, I will back. I will
3: agree with this Jay because unfortunately, after my time in the military, where I was able to be a giant ass grown man child, right? I had right. to do this. I have to do this thing now called adulting, where I have right. to pay bills and shit that I don't who'd get.
2: Who would have thought right?
3: that that the military doesn't help me pay anymore? So <laughs> you know, right. back when I was in, I had a housing allowance you know shit like that so i didn't really have as much to pass. this is
2: where this is where we absolutely live up to the stereotype of the the functional uh millennial generation uh you know veteran podcast right like that's exactly exact, like we like we're really exactly. good at living up to if if there's oh, one stereotype we live up to is like all of us kind of like functionally like we live we live within our means you know what i mean we're not I we're did,
1: not i did a stereotypical thing t- this week
2: you want? You want to? Here, here we go. you oh, gonna tell us about God. it. No, he's just fucking, gonna leave. From fucking Jersey, he's gonna he's fucking out like always. John's from Jersey, dude. Like that. Like I can only imagine. So, Can't so while we're this.
3: while we're waiting on a stereotypical thing this week, yeah, Captain. Oh God, this motherfucker has a fanny pack, a tactical
1: fanny pack.
2: What, what's that gonna do for you, John? What do? You, what's in your tactical?
1: Uh, What's in your tactical? Hey, face? what's up, Ronnie J? Uh, Ronnie J I see hey. you guys coming in here. You don't hide from me.
2: Hey, yo, real talk. Uh, Ronnie, Ronnie J, J. Just,
1: this thing isn't fire.
2: Hey, he just, hey, he just, Ronnie J just, uh, just re enlisted, uh, indefinite. So, like, Did congratulations, really? absolutely, fucking yo, mega. shout out, Ronnie. Mega congratulations man. to freaking Ronnie J. Hell he's yeah, he's going in depth, ladies and gentlemen. He's going in depth, dude, in
1: depth. The reason why I bought this because I've always had like this. I I love the the tactical civilian pants that they have. You know, you, you buy buy that the PX, and so me and my wife are going to be making the PX trip soon to buy some of those pants again. Because you know you're getting older, you want to address accordingly to the to the things that you do, mm-hmm. i.e. podcasting, radio, and stuff like that. So I want to kind of get back into some of my military roots and kind of dress like that again, or as close to I can, not to a uniform, but.
2: You want to you want to look like you're in a militia? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah. Wait,
2: wait. I, I so
3: when we're podcasting, like I'm not supposed to be naked from the waist down because apparently I've got this on. I'm kidding, kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was but gonna yeah, say, I got, man, like I, got, I, I, I
2: can't. I'm not allowed to wear like gray sweatpants, dude. Like, cause like if I yeah. accidentally like, you know what I mean, like. Yeah.
3: Like them gray sweatpants get us every fucking time, Jay. I'm
2: telling you, dude. Like that's how you get. That's how you get fucking like lifetime bands, dude. John, tell me about so tell me about your Jackie Chan uh, fanny pad here. Like, what are we doing? I'm just asking.
1: It's got molly webbing on it. Okay. Okay. For okay. Uh, your, your knives and your stuff. You got one pocket here, one pocket here in the front, another pocket here in the front. And then you got a secret one back here, right? right behind the molly webbing. So, all right, you got storage. I almost kind of feel like this should be part of the uniform. I I mean, mean, it's got. I mean,
2: we kind of we 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 in some regards, like we you have those like one. That's like you know your IoT you know IoTV or your freaking yeah your plate plate carrier, Mm -hmm. kind of functions as it comes with a lot of that shit when you start hanging hanging stuff off your Molly. So I
1: gotta give it to uh, TJ Maxx. OK, uh, TJ Maxx is the high for Highland Tactical. This was like 12 bucks. They got some good gear. But Ronnie J says, check out the Wrangler ATG clothing line at Target. Yo, the ATG clothing line is legitimately probably one of the, the most comfortable things I've ever worn in my life. Uh, I haven't had their I haven't had their uh, I think they just got jackets, too. But they are fucking you're right, give, Ronnie J. You're right.
2: I'm going to give you some advice. Ronnie J is like a nerd about tactical gear and like Google clothing
1: clothing like, like
2: and we- and we- and weapons and gear and all of it dude like the way you guys are about Star Wars. So if he says some shit is like probably comfortable I
1: I'm go really try out. I go love it. Out. I really I really appreciate military gear cuz you can really use it for civilian use. Especially the bags. Like you got a nice good little little mini rucksack.
2: There's there's oh. the, a lot a lot of a lot of the the gear that we use in the military. Yeah. It's it's good gear, but then there are other people that kind of follow along behind it and they issue kind of like a civilian version of it. But oftentimes you'll find that it can be improved. And like, and when, when the civilian company makes a military style piece of gear or, or an item of clothing and it functions kind of better than the, the issued the issued shit. Right. Yeah. It, it like, yes, that's like, that's kind of where, you know, like, yeah, shit, shit doesn't isn't always cheap, but you know what? Like, there's a reason. Like, five Elevens are a fucking really good boot to fucking wear. You know what I mean? Like, is another. And you know what like,
1: thing too? Like, when I was in, that's gear, the first one. Yeah, Gear Queer. That's funny. I like yeah. that one. I gotta say, like the like the boots, the boots have gotten really like a lot of companies have gotten really creative with the tactical boots lately. You know, when I was in, when I was in from the. 12 to 16 everyone was talking about rockies 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 but at that time there was also the nike ones but the nike ones weren't authorized at that time yeah. i yeah. don't know if that's changed since then a lot but. of
2: senior a lot of seniors o's love like you know just like just getting in people's cereal dude like fucking in in, in those days you like people just fucking looking for it and after, like mm-hmm
1: but yeah it's it's super it's super interesting man but like again i do love a lot i do love a lot of that gear man so that i'll be kind of going towards that direction with that stuff oh
2: yeah
1: you know i i guess what do they call it but yeah that's that was my stereotypical veteran thing that that, that's okay okay. veterans always do one stereotypical veteran thing a week you know like Oh, at least I, at, you mean like one, one. Or, 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 or sweet one?
2: baby Jesus. <laughs> like one.
3: Yes. Ronnie
1: J those Oakley assault boots are
3: fucking amazing. Sorry. Yes. Like that's freaking. Like, yeah, I still have a pair.
2: I'm telling I you. Literally, like, I buy he, a new pair every year. <laughs> he will, he will get, he will give you a fucking CIF fucking like layout list of like what you should get fucking top to bottom. And like, that would be like, I guarantee you like all of it would be fucking like on the money. You know what I mean? Like, you know what, you know what the, you know what was all the rage? Uh
1: is it this when, one
2: when we would uh when we would go out to the field, uh no. it was the uh the little tactical fucking coffee makers, you know what I mean? The uh, the jet boils, those were like all the rage when we would like go out to the field. Yeah, They're that rage. must be them. Yeah, that's them. Yeah, that it's is them. Yeah.
3: Sorry, you gotta remember, I was last in right before ACUs
2: got phased out so exactly. they were a lighter fucking tan color they got really <laughs> good with they like the the boots that they started coming out with i'm going to say like probably right around the time of my last deployment i like got our, our last appointment <laughs> was around like 2017 2018 they started coming out with like, like, like actually like the issued gear was pretty fucking tits you know what i mean where it was like you know what yeah. this ain't that fucking bad like i'm kind of going to be sorry to have to like turn this in someday you know what I mean? Like that's like this is that's like an actually like legit piece. it's like a legit piece of gear. That, that's like, how I felt you know. with
1: my um, my winter sweater. I the one that everyone fucking gets sick about when they have to turn it in. It's got like the what? It's got the yeah. It's, that's got that, the, it's just a. That's a spicy meatball. Yeah, uh, man. You guys, uh, how was you guys' week? Watch anything good? Who wants to start off? Oh, actually, I mean. The, the 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 orchestra thing, with the lady. Oh, the fucking dude! Did oh, you, dear fucking god!
2: Dude, this shit, that shit was freaking. How like okay, for, first off, like can you, heh, can you pull up the goddamn? I don't. I can I haven't been
1: able to find the. the I've sound got it. at okay. all.
2: I will send it. i You don't need. To, I don't think it's a sound. I mean, I was just gonna say you're gonna pull up the uh, the headline maybe. The article. Yeah, like if you want to pull up the article maybe. Oh yeah, this uh, is from
1: the New York Post.
2: This is fucking... This is just fucking ridiculous, dude. Woman has a loud and full-body orgasm during an orchestra concert. At the, this was at the LA Philharmonic fucking... <laughs> I just want to say...
3: Goddamn, dude. Like, okay, first... I would one, pay top like, dollar to be at the same orchestra as this woman just like, dude, for like, bragging rights that I was at the orchestra
2: that made this lady orgasm. Dude, like... It's like... God damn, dude! <laughs> God damn it, dude!
3: And then this lady's this lady's date or husband or boyfriend uh-huh. is the real MVP. Well, I the heard, real like, MVP of this didn't, shit didn't it say like he just was like, like smiling and shit. He's just smiling and like, oh yeah,
2: that's my woman <laughs> kind of shit. Like, he, like not he, even acting fucking embarrassed. God damn it, like. How much you want to bet they had like they were fucking one of them goddamn toys that you can like control the freaking like the uh, the intensity on? It was one of those Bluetooth fucking Yeah, and he's like going with the music, probably. You know what yeah. I mean? It was quite beautiful. It's so, like whose fucking quote was that? That was the chick <laughs> that was sitting right
3: near them. God. <laughs> what fucking timeline do we live in? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs>
2: God. Oh my fucking god dude that is fucking hilarious dude god damn it like i, I got, uh, it's you know it's really hard it's really hard to stay in character with like john john always like john always like, like springs some fucking bullshit on me dude like i can't see i can't stay see, in fucking character with like with john like <laughs>
1: it's just the things that people are saying like the reactions
2: Yeah, but it's, you come up and we the, the, you did the like you brought it up at the last minute and we all thought it was funny and that's right and it's correct but it's like i can't give you a fucking straight face while we're talking about like it.
3: but see like, here's here's one thing i do want to say about this <laughs> back in the day
2: god damn it
3: that would have been an indecent exposure charge whether there was anything actually it, seen or not, or masturbation in public, or fucking some shit
2: like that, I was actually wondering if they ran out because it says like they don't know who they, they don't
0: no, know. They, they stood, no, they, they stayed thought, through
2: the
3: whole show. Ralph Phineas, his brother, was in, in attendance. Ralph Phineas is a well-renowned actor, um, Voldemort from Harry Potter. Oh,
2: Ralph, yeah, that Fines. is how you pronounce yeah, it's red it. Yeah, he's dra- the red dragon. Yeah.
3: So he was, his brother was in attendance, and he even said, and he, I guess he must have been there too. He said they (laughs) they stayed the rest of the fucking
2: show. Just sitting in in their own mess, huh? Like, is that that what we do now? We just go, we we go to the fucking orchestra, to fucking...
1: uh, Demeanor, demeanor exposed. Demeanor I have
2: to to say, I have to say, it's like... it, it. if we're talking about like what is considered like uh like like uh like regional etiquette maybe it does say something that like
1: regional etiquette
2: yeah it does say something that a woman had like a loud and full body orgasm like during a fucking orchestral you know performance and like (laughs) they let her just fucking stay put you know what i'm saying like uh, is it, am I, am I, am I, do I, am I wearing like crazy pants here? Like, am I? Am well, I no, that's what
3: happened. No, I'm just wondering. That's exactly like, what fucking happened.
2: She I mean, literally
3: like, had a full blown fucking orgasm, like, loud, like creamed loud herself too. and everything. Loud. Super loud to where it was. Hey, look, I man, would I'm have to play. say if there's it's an article it. about it, it was louder than the fucking instruments.
1: It's, it's everywhere. Dude, it's I everywhere. Look, Listen.
2: Listen i'm not saying i'm not okay with it all right like that's <laughs> not, not, not where i was it's not where i was going would with you it, be a name? guy if you weren't okay with it no
3: i don't know we would I mean, totally have to take your man card if you weren't okay it's with this like
2: that's that's totally not where i was going with this i'm just like it, the it's it's it, it's it's very outdate it's very audacious put it that way it's very audacious so like that's i guess i guess like pro- prop ish <laughs> We'll give you like, we'll, we'll give you, we'll give you minor props on here. That's like minor props. Girl, like. Good job, lady. Good, good job, lady. Like. Uh, well done for. Got the whole world talking about you blowing, blowing, an, blowing an O-ring, dude. Like that's freaking like. Yeah, exactly. Shit. Good for you, lady. Good for you. Oh, like fuck. like right.
3: you hit the big O finally.
2: Yeah. I, I mean, man, that, that oh, must, man. must have been a long time coming. Okay, li- literally. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! So yeah. So I mean, it's been, it's been a pretty interesting week, guys. I mean, I think I, I wonder if she's ever
3: fully recovered from that though.
2: I'm,
1: I'm still, been still, only I'm a still couple,
2: Well, it's it's been a couple
3: weeks. Like, I
1: wonder if there's still surges coursing
3: through her body from that O-ring blowing.
2: I'm still I'm <laughs> still very curious about the entire like they sat through the entire rest of the performance.
3: <laughs> I really hope I'm they like, steam clean those
2: seats afterwards.
1: Look, man, I'm not. Those are auction items now. Those. Hey, listen, we're not okay. All right, I'm just like, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) not doing this. We're not doing. We're not doing this right now. You want to buy
3: the chair from the orchestra where the lady (laughs) orgasmed for the low, low price for for twelve. Low monthly payments of three hundred and forty nine dollars and ninety nine cents. They can be yours.
2: <laughs> this is how this is. This is generally how cheap, cheap fucking porn starts. You know what I mean? Like that's like that's this is like this is my you know this is my whole problem with it. Okay, like anywho.
1: So yeah, yeah this week. I mean, I my mine was pretty short. I just chilled as always. Played some Red Dead. We had a storm on sun yesterday, which was major reason why we didn't come on. We were supposed to come on in the afternoon, evening, yesterday and we had some major power issues over here, but we're here now. Okay. But during, but this know, time, okay. during the last uh, couple of days, got uh, my wife and I, we went back Well, with the with the hype of the new trailer and the announcement that the Battle of Songbirds and Snakes is coming out, the Hunger mm-hmm. Games prequel. Okay. Uh, we went back and we watched the four movies. And okay. I think can't remember the first time or the last time we watched it but watching it at this age at this you know at this you know just appreciating
2: a different different time in your life basically yeah
1: you know actually like getting emotionally attached to the story and getting emotionally invested and just like wow like there's a lot of shit going on here you know, obviously, I'm a sucker for uh, rebellion type of stuff. So this definitely fit the bill. That, that's right. There's been a lot of resistance. <laughs> talk. Uh, you know, I, I think one of the coolest things about this is that we're dealing with a timeline of America that we don't even know what happened. But again, you know, the birth of a lot of video games came from <clears throat> this book slash movie, you know, uh, you know, PUBG, Fortnite. Sure. Uh, which I keep forgetting which came first. I think, was it PUBG? PUBG. Yeah, PUBG being the first. And, you know, Hunger Games leading a whole genre of video games into sure. a, what it is now, you know. Yeah, kind uh, of like the well,
2: scav- scavenger scavenger hunter games, basically. Battle Royales.
3: Battle Royales player yeah. versus player. Yeah. Just everybody just goes ham on each other. Yep. And, and th- that is actually, like, if you talk to the devs, that released PUBG, and we're only going to use PUBG as the example here because that's why PUBG became a game. the The devs behind it had even had even, had even came out and said that they were inspired by like the battle royale st- style of the Hunger Games, where it was just player versus player versus environment. that That they decided to make a video game where you have Hundred people drop in on a map and last person wins. Now, obviously, Fortnite and Warzone and anything like that that has come since is just you know riding the coattails of PUBG's success because PUBG yeah. did really good in the beginning. However, no,
1: PUBG PUBG's complete fucking brother. trash yeah. now. You remember when I, I actually Jay played a cup a little bit of PUBG in the day. And it wasn't, and yeah. The, and I, I mean, I remember it being I
2: like, "I purchased you know, it." It was like fun. It was, it was fun enough. I did too. So, like, yeah. I mean, it was it was worth the twenty dollars it cost to buy. I was happy to play it on Game Pass. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like that's like that's about you know like, which and and and, and, and I want to I want to be very very clear here. Like anytime uh on this on this on this you know on this podcast, like and you know sometimes we 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 talk about kayfabe and stuff like that. You know, like when we when we go into a character. Anytime you hear me talk any measure of shit about anything, like take it with a big grain of salt. Okay, there's nothing wrong with liking PUBG or uh, Fortnite. It's not entirely my thing, but I did have fun. In fact, playing both of those games, especially with my kids, you know, a little bit uh, a couple years ago when we still lived in Colorado, and yeah, it, you know, it was it, for what it was. It was okay. I can't say that it sucked mm-hmm. me or that it kept me engrossed uh, in, in enough to to really play yeah. after, after we came out to Missouri. But I remember I remember having some fun with it, you know. Yeah, but okay. but
1: the con- but at yeah, least you can big say big that you big enjoy big 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 the big concept big of it, too, you know, cuz oh, that absolutely. overall the, the, the concept of it is fantastic. I and, like
2: the I like the yeah. the team building. If you if you want to do if you want to fly solo, you can, but it's so much easier when you have like 3 or 4. You know what yeah. I mean? It's so As, much easier.
3: Like um our, you know, our last episode's guest, uh, Brandon Query, mm-hmm. uh John and then one of our regulars, Max, uh, Moraz, the four of us have played together on Fortnite. And just clean house, right? Let me guess, just clean house? We we literally own these little fucking kids that are running around playing because we actually use team building and tactics when we play. Right. We're not just running, gunning. Well... um, Some Some people don't just run and gun. Usually John's are fucking uh, pincushion. I call that a scout. You're like the scout, basically. I'm the the
1: proud pincushion because I'm usually like. No,
3: there's no scout. It's like, John, I need you to go west
1: 250,
3: and he goes north 300. (laughs) Um, (laughs) He goes in the opposite direction of where we need him to go. And then all of a sudden, we just hear, I'm down, I'm time. down. There's yeah. three guys around me. They're teabagging me. And then finally, <laughs> he's shifts to go fucking save his ass because he decided to go completely
2: fuck off script.
1: Right. And then we win the game, and I win with one kill on my notch. Right. Tim Samuel says, I crush, we go, Tim. I crush my kids in Mario Kart.
2: Fuck yeah. That's
1: Mario Kart's know. been a conversation lately. I eat souls. And devour little children hey, in you Mario have a Kart. Do
0: house?
1: Who me? Yeah. Do you have a Nintendo Switch in your house? No, we got a Wii. Wrong system. <laughs> we'll Nintendo, talk about right? it later. No, but yeah, we we went back and watched The Hunger Game. Same Games. company. Wrong system. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic, fantastic set of movies. Ha- haven't read the books, but I'm actually really intrigued to read the books. Cool. So you you may hear a review soon, a book review that'd be cool for me be- soon. Because uh, I especially look, I don't think I can wait till November to this fucking movie comes out. So I'm gonna, I'm, I think I'm gonna fucking bite the bullet. Me and my wife are talking about it. I might actually read read the book and actually find out the story. But uh, I'm good. I have to I have to say it. Uh, Production wise, characters, stories, whole thing, uh, Hunger Games as a whole gets an eight and a half out of ten. Okay. Okay. You know, obviously right. we know that, that there are some things that could have been better, like the, the characters uh Peta and and Gail and that weird little love triangle that happened throughout the whole all four movies and you know them killing kids. That was actually another made that was another major thing that I don't think I watched the movie too much was because during that time they were it was one of the first movies that was just showing just showing like little kids getting murked and shit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, they weren't very main. It wasn't very mainstream at the
1: time. That's Yeah, sure. yeah absolutely. Sure. But there is a renaissance for it. Right now, there is a renaissance for it, I will say. Okay. So
3: um, so just gonna say, John, because I have read the books and I've watched the movies. Like anything that's come out after the Lord of the Rings trilogy that has been turned into a movie, that's gone from book to movie, there are some key points that are missing. Yeah. However, that weird love triangle happens in the fucking books.
1: I I I I I imagine that that was like a main plot thing too. You know what I mean? It like, was. It, it was actually sense. part of the fucking
3: story in the book.
1: Yeah. Now, it, it, it makes sense.
3: Now again, I will still say to this day the only book to movie adaptation that has actually hit the fucking nail on the head is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Peter Jackson with that. In my opinion, it's the only one so far that actually the director,
2: the studio, took the time
3: to keep as much of the important shit in the movies as possible. And if it didn't make make the theatrical cut, the four and a half hour extended cut versions have those fucking key points in them.
1: Yeah, and now there's one other movie. Now there's only one movie that has been nine had that has absolute perfection nine out of ten, except for the absolute ending, and that was from comic to movie, uh, The Watchmen. Okay.
2: Okay, like I, every- I, yeah, I was, I, I love the Watchmen. And then- the
1: comic book mm-hmm. watch the comic book Watchmen at the movie is literally slide for slide except the the mm-hmm. except for
2: a little yeah a little portion of the ending ending yeah. basically but yeah um, I, my, my uh one of my favorites like book book to movie and it's actually pretty close and like it looks unbelievable but it kind of you know it actually like you know it happened but it was uh, the tower, know, the dark tower know. fear fear and loathing in Las Vegas dude I didn't even know that was a like- book. Oh my would god, dude, that's really like that yeah, that's what that's how it uh it's kind of how that whole thing kind of came came about, you know. Is that true story too.
1: Huh? Is it a true story too? Yeah,
2: oh yeah, that's yeah, they went he went down, he went down to like Las Vegas to cover a freaking a dirt like a you know dirt track like rally race and got a bunch of booze and drugs and went down there with his lawyer friend and they like just Shit partied for like a while yeah it, it became the stuff of legend so. so
3: john i would have to say in my books in my in my movie slash book realm Watchmen and v for vendetta both for nine really out good. of tens because both did, really good took the graphic
1: novels and hit yeah. Absolutely, almost. There
3: were there were those minute details that knocked it down a point.
1: Now, both. Yeah, and V for Vendetta was not mad about. They they literally changed the name of the of the antagonist, which his name in the comic book is Adam Susan. They called him Adam mm-hmm. Sutler. And in the comic book, it takes place in 1985, and the comic book is like 2002. So, right. I'm not mad at it. They did a good yeah, job. Not at all. For Vendetta.
3: So, so, I mean, those are the only two so far, the only one above those two for me is a 100% Lord of the Rings, the whole trilogy, both theatrical and extended, and those hit nine and a halfs.
2: I will give. I'll, I will anytime give Lord of the Rings like pretty much as as close to a perfect score as possible. Yeah, it's like, mm-hmm. like, about as like they were. Peter even, like, Jackson knew by, what it. the yeah. fuck he was doing when he did that. They tried. That was like that was like one of the first try hard movies that actually paid off. Where it was like, holy shit, that's that's yeah. exactly what it was supposed to be. You know and what I mean? I'm sorry,
3: Ian McQuellen as fucking
1: Gandalf. It's perfect, hands down, fucking don't, perfect. Don't disrespect the man. Put sir. In- in his name when you you say it you give him that you give him that title and rank all right all right sergeant
2: all right sir ian mcclellan
1: (laughs) um goddamn! yeah
2: that man earned his title and rank in the queen's army god damn it all right like (laughs) i just
3: i mean the way him and sir patrick stewart interact on screen together and they're like best friends in real life like they have a good fucking friendship and relationship offset and at this point out of all the actors that are still alive from like the 70s and 60s they're the two tops in my book
2: well they did they've definitely been been around the around the block and they've been around the block (laughs) oh yeah Yeah. and that's like then then and you know and that's that is a product of us of us also like, you know, the passive the passage of time and us us starting to like grow old ourselves. Right. So like mm-hmm. absolutely our, our child our childhood heroes are growing old as well. Right. So yeah. So, so yeah. Anywho. Yeah, so, so so
1: yeah, who's next? That was that was my week. Well,
2: okay. I okay. mean, I guess,
3: you know, my week, I, I watched the Hunger Games trilogy also. Did after um
1: no, that's yeah. that, that's funny. Um
3: well, I started it a couple of weeks ago and just kind of watched it here and there mm-hmm. um from on my iPad while I was working when I had breaks between like meetings and shit. Um I would pull it up, watch it, pause it, do what I had to do, watch some more. So it was it took a little bit longer for me yeah. to watch it than just sitting down and watching it. Sure. Um and then I started watching The Citadel on Amazon. Okay. which is about yeah. a spy organization that isn't government controlled. So the whole premise of this is the Citadel was created to keep in check the the spy organizations that were government controlled. So, you know, you've got MI6, you've got the CIA,
0: yeah, yeah. NSA. NSA,
3: stuff like that. And then the Citadel was formed by multiple nations together and instead of having government oversight they just kind of 100% black ops like worked under the radar nobody really knew um start starting the show was good so far I mean the two episodes have been have been pretty good lots of action lots of uh lots of fighting lots of blood And that kind of drags me in since I don't get to see that anymore a lot. Right,
2: Um, (laughs) right. Look pretty pretty pleased with sugar on top. Can I like have lots of violence?
3: (laughs) So, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to the next episode. There's two episodes out so far unless another one's uh, dropped since I watched it last. Okay. Which, I mean, I watched it on Saturday, so I don't think between Saturday and today another one's dropped yet oh man,
1: stanley tucci's in it too that's right but
3: stanley tucci speaking of which hunger games (laughs) yeah um yeah and he's in he's in the new hunger games movie that's coming out also
1: no he's not that's actually alex schwartzman oh yeah i was completely thrown off too i i because they said flickerman yeah no that's uh jason schwartzman who i actually think is fantastic for the role too because i haven't seen his ass in a long time but this is a cast in this show
3: yeah i mean what really drug me in was stanley tucci being in it because i love tucci's work a lot of the stuff he's done lately has been really good um so you know started watching this i've I'm right there at completing my Breath of the Wild playthrough, which this will be. This is my fourth time finishing the game now since okay. it's come out seven years ago. So I've played it. So I've played it four times in seven years, Jay. Okay. So if that says anything, it has replayability. Sure, absolutely. Um, because what I've done is each time I've played through it. I've tackled the game in a different mindset than I did the last. And I put enough of a break in between to where it didn't seem repetitive. Um, and I still by far out of the, the last two generations worth of Zelda games, this by far is my favorite. Um, Out of the last two generations, so that's what, uh, Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess between Wii and Wii U, so last three. Twilight Princess, Skyward Sword, and now Breath of the Wild. Um, We're about to, on the 12th of this month, so not even two weeks, not even two full weeks, we have the next Zelda game coming out, Tears of the Kingdom. So that's kind of what drug me to replay breath of the wild because the you way Nintendo's the way Nintendo has been marketing tears of the kingdom is it's a direct sequel to breath of the wild versus like a lot of Zelda games. They release a Zelda game years pass They release another one, which tells a different story, but isn't really tied into any of the other games that have happened. Um, the last time they really did this, the last time the last time Nintendo did this, where they released a Zelda game and then several years later released another, which was a sequel technically to the last one, was back on the Nintendo 64 in the late 90s with Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Right, yeah. Because Majora's Mask it's starts off with time. the final sequence of Ocarina of Time where you're you've defeated ganon you're riding off into the fucking woods and then this one starts with you're riding through the woods on your horse and then you get knocked off your horse and turned into a fucking Deku, which is a plant creature yeah um so and, and from what i've seen with tears of the kingdom it looks really interesting it because they're adding so some good. they're adding some new mechanics to a zelda game that have never been seen before
0: so like we're getting Clider. some
3: crafting mechanics no, the glider was in Breath of the Wild. Oh, was it? So we're getting some crafting mechanics this, this go-round where, like, if you pick up a tree branch, so early on in the game, you start with no gear. So you just have to pick up whatever you can fucking grab as a weapon. Whether it's a tree ba- branch, a torch, a fucking rock to beat a fucking enemy over the head with, you know, it gets a little gruesome if you really think about it. <laughs> um... But in this it. one, you can now you can now take a tree branch, attach a rock to the tree branch, and now you have a hammer.
1: Oh hell yeah, um, caveman style, baby! I'm saying, dude. And
3: then they've got the underworld and the overworld. So the underworld is the ground level, which is basic high rule. I'm gonna go go to the underground and hit it like a caveman. And then the overworld. is are these floating islands that you can travel to. Oh, and then Link also has tattoos now. Just wanted to point that out. Link now has fucking tribal tattoos. He's all
1: all grown up now.
3: Well, yeah.
2: I mean, what what do you expect the poor bastard to do? He had to, like, his balls had to drop at some point, dude. You Know what I mean?
3: So I'm really looking forward to seeing how...
2: Wow. This looks like uh, Ghost of Tsushima except for fucking Legend of Zola. Yeah,
3: I'm. I'm really looking to see how the new game mechanics That's play pretty out.
1: Too, yeah.
3: Um, you'll get. I, I will say there will be a brief overview of it. The podcast after the game comes out because I did pre-order it, and I don't pre-order games anymore just because of like Jedi Survivor and what happened with that, which sure. we'll talk about in a little bit here. I'm I don't looking, typically pre-order forward, I'm
2: games. Looking, I'm really looking forward to. Hearing this from, you, however,
3: with nin- Nintendo's probably one of the only companies I uh, I will still pre-order from because they are dedicated to putting out full, complete games yeah. on launch. And There's not know. been a lot of flukes.
2: They're one. They're one of the last one. The one of the last ones that are still doing it apparently. And that's mm-hmm. freaking. And even and and even to say that about Nintendo, which I like, tradition Nintendo does have a good reputation uh, traditionally, but they have. They have made some blunders in the past. So,
3: but, th- but th- that's and, another. And, but yeah, this is blund- all
1: new. This is all Tears of the Kingdom footage we have up to now. I was gonna say too, so, like,
2: their blunders were never. Their blunders were never on the scale of like some of the other organizations that we we really just name all too often on here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. So. That's
3: another thing that uh, that did come out this week. So several, um, several of the like game YouTubers that release content, talk about new games that are coming out before they come out, were, able, were invited to an, inve- an event by Nintendo where they got to hands-on play the game. Now, they were limited on what they could talk about, what they could show mm-hmm. when they released their videos. There was, you know, a whole... um, the whole, age, You yeah. could only... Yeah, you could only release it after this certain point. You know, certain stuff like that. Right. And one of the things that did come out was so one of my biggest gripes in Breath of the Wild is Look at that, for instance, the arrows. So you've got different types of arrows. You've got standard arrows for your bow. You've got electric arrows, bomb arrows, fire arrows, right. ice arrows. Right. So in Breath of the Wild, you had to find those arrows already made. Well, in this game, you can take a standard arrow, which are the more common arrows and combine them with certain materials to make bomb arrows or ice arrows and stuff like that on the go. Right. Um, So there's so like certain encourages, enemies encourages, that you can defeat. And if you, you defeat it.
2: Yeah. I, was, I, I apologize. I was going to say it encur- encourages you to interact with the environment, basically.
3: Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really, really looking forward to this game.
2: Um, not gonna lie, it looks fun. I'm not gonna lie. That one and looks kinda like yeah. you know, I'll fun. probably
3: I'll probably end up capturing some footage of my gameplay to share on a podcast. Sure, I'll please. probably actually that Saturday after it comes out, come in the yeah. office, capture some footage for that episode. So you that, that we way we lo- have
2: some you know how we roll here, man, dude. Like you, you do the whole fucking
1: gameplay, Swellini. <laughs>
2: That's <laughs> so lead. um because
3: I I really Zelda's one of my last favorite childhood franchises that's still standing. That's still a good franchise. Right,
2: right. There's not. Yeah, I was gonna say like they. There haven't been too many that they haven't like either remade or remastered or, I don't know, like what what I paint painted over with like a new you know a new funny haircut. Like I, yeah. I don't know. Like, so just-
3: I mean, obviously, obviously, I grew up in the generation of Pokemon. So. I own every Pokemon game that's come out on switch so far. And I plan on buying every Pokemon game. that still, that comes out after the last one I purchased.
2: Yeah. I missed all that. Um,
3: <laughs> well, you're, you're also the oldest out of the three of us, Jay. So, I know, I
2: know.
3: Um, so, you know, Pokemon and Zelda are my two, like go to the whole reason I own a switch is those two franchises. I love Mario, but I'm not as, big on Mario as I am Zelda and Pokemon because Zelda and Pokemon give me more, I have to think a lot more with those games than I do with Mario.
2: You get like more bang for your buck basically.
3: Mm-hmm. I can dig it. So, I can dig it. So, I mean, that's pretty much been my week. Citadel playing through uh, Breath of the Wild. I started it. Actually, I started this playthrough last Monday on my Twitch channel. And by the time yesterday evening before I went to bed was over, I was right at the final boss fight. oh okay um now again, once I finish the final boss fight there's still a lot of extra content to go through there's sure. there's more side quests and stuff I can do so I still have stuff to play but, With this playthrough, I went in, unlike the last three, I went in with the, okay, I just need to make it through the final boss, defeat Ganon, the big bad guy of the game, of the Zelda franchise in general, and before the new one comes out. Um, Didn't expect it to only take me a week. (laughs) Shit. But here we are.
1: Just, just, Just a short few days away. So, All right.
2: I'm looking for I'm looking forward to hearing the freaking the uh the review on that because that actually like I'm not going to lie like the footage the footage so far looks pretty clean and it rem- basically reminds me of like Ghost of Tsushima except with with Zelda. That's that's basically exactly what that looked like. So, yeah.
1: I like that. I like that.
2: I mean, Go me it. too. Me too. All right. Jim, <laughs> what are you
1: reviewing first? Covenant or the other one?
2: Oh, uh, let's do uh let's like god damn it, dude. Let's start with the Covenant. So we'll start with the covenant. So, yeah, so this week, uh, me and uh, me and my beautiful Nikki, uh, we made it out uh, one afternoon and we actually watched uh, Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, um, in you know, in a theater. And um, trying to think kind of like how I want to put this like, this movie's not bad, okay, per se. But I really wanted them to do a lot more with it, and they kind of went like they went in kind of like a a slightly oblong direction and for anybody who's been there, it was kind of like nah bro, like that's not really how it works kind of thing, you know what I
1: mean yeah
2: like e- even though even though like Jake Gyllenhaal is is, is supposed to do like you know he's a green beret or whatever. And they're on a team or whatever. He's starting
1: to become a veteran in these military movies now. Like he might as well yeah, just be like military at this point.
2: It's just one of those things where it's just kind of like, all right, like I, I wish you would have gone a different direction with this. You know what I mean? With the with the story. You know what I mean? And it, it kind of it started losing a lot of points with me, like as it kind of like kept moving forward. And then if if <laughs> so, like they, there's there's a couple of there's a couple of like you know, where there's scenes where like, you know, they're, they're traveling from place to place and it'll say like, you know, like wherever, you know, in Afghanistan, they are and like a couple of the places that they like flash on the screen I've been to, but in the, in the time, in the time span of the movie, during the story of the movie, like there's like no way you're going to get from like that place to another place. Like that that soon. Right. And it started, and I was like, God damn it. Come on. Like, come on, you know, and like at that point, I kind of started being. I, I started, you know, it started being like really started like removing myself from it. It was just like, all right, yeah. What are you gonna do? What it's, are you gonna do now? Kind you of like, I mean? like like
1: like you know the hurt locker starting strong and then kind of just like drifting off into the wilderness. Yeah,
2: it, I, yeah. They spent. I'll tell you what. They I really wish they spent way too much time on the military part when they probably should have made that more of like you know the first twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah. And then like and then they should have gone like they should have gone like way over the top with like, you know, making it like some type of a uh, cathartic, cathartic <laughs> exercise to like get homeboy and his family out, you know, and it, it was it became it, it's it's fucking Guy Ritchie. So like to the surprise of no one did it just kind of became a <laughs> fucking it's a fucking shoot him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, OK, well, if that's all right, I mean, cool. I guess not really like, eh, you know, like not really too, like, yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah, I really wish, I really wish they'd gone in a couple of different directions with it. Like if anybody else is out there and like they, they enjoyed it or they liked it more power to them. Like I I haven't really given too much away other than like the basic like plot line. So you were at your, uh, you were at your leisure to enjoy this movie. Like as you wish, Uh, I'm probably going to give the covenant, Dude, we're talking, like, barely half-mast, fucking probably, like, about, like, five, five and a half.
1: said half-mast. Like,
2: barely at half-mast, dude. Like, maybe, like, (laughs) a five, five and a half, dude. Like, we're, we're, no, not very, we're not, you know, like, we're, we're not exactly sinking, but you're going to have to work for it if you wanted to swim. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just saying, dude, like, you know, (laughs) anywho.
1: That's crazy.
2: On a much, on a much higher note and a much more, like, positive note, I got to introduce uh, one evening, Nikki, to uh, (laughs) a 1980s movie uh, called (laughs) Fucking Lethal Weapon. All right. And like when I say this was a fucking treat because like I haven't seen this goddamn movie in so fucking long, dude. Like this movie, this is like this movie was such a treat to watch again. Like Mel Gibson plays this just fucking psycho, psychoed out with PTSD fucking (laughs) cop. right. All right. He gets into a fucking shootout, like the first scene of the fucking movie, wastes, like, I don't know, like three or four dudes, all right? gets Then they, like, throw him to Danny Glover, and, like, everywhere him and Danny Glover go, like, more people die. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's the fucking, he's the fucking nonvet, vet okay? And, like, in the span of, like, 48 or, like, 72 hours in this movie, like, 35 fucking people die, and, like, a couple of people <laughs> couple of like fucking green berets get into a fucking fight with each other in the middle of a fucking california freeway all right this is like this is like 1980s like at its fucking peak (laughs) ladies and gentlemen like i love it motherfuckers still a great movie in my opinion this hair is
1: flowing man dude
2: dude, this like how i want to know how much fucking cocaine you have to do to come up with the goddamn storyline of this fucking movie dude because like this dude is, like, he's already, like, he's a non-vet. So he's already got, like, they're both, <laughs> they're actually both non-vets, okay? And, like. So, so they naturally <laughs> have
1: cocaine in their system. So they're naturally <laughs> fucked up in the head as is. Like,
2: and they're, like, oh, my God, dude. Like, this is, like, that, that movie is so over the top. But it's, like, so hilarious. And it's also, oh, by the way, you know, we, we always talk about how Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Lethal Weapon is a fucking Christmas movie. All right, mm-hmm. it is set. It is set at the at the time of Christmas. There is Christmas songs contained within it. All right, so like for those of you kids who uh, grew up in, grew up like me in the eighties, all right, and remember Lethal Weapon? Give uh, give give good old uh, Mel Mel and uh, Danny Glover uh, a rewatch one of these days. All right, and uh, give a, give another uh, another rewind. I'm giving I'm giving Lethal Weapon upon rewatch in 2023 a fucking rock solid, veiny, throbby <laughs> holy shitty like fucking like eight and a half we're gonna fucking probably call it a nine okay this is it this one one holds up and it holds up because of how over the top and ridiculous it is because of the chemistry between danny glover and mel gibson okay this is this is one movie that yes it's completely ridiculous so where the covenant lost points okay watching that one in the theater this week this is where lethal weapon did it right in the 80s because they were one of the first ones along with a few other movies in the 80s to really do it the, you know the the buddy cop genre it was not yeah, this was not this was not the first buddy cop movie okay but they did it like so well you know it became its own fucking genre you know what I mean like i'm getting too, i'm getting too old for this shit and yet there was fucking three movies after this one you know what I mean like that's like they made it work they made it work and you can mm-hmm. see. You can see why you can see why like why there why there ended up being like three fucking sequels. And I, I still I need to look up on the internet, dude, like what their fucking body count is, dude. Like cause like Riggs and rigs and Murtaugh, dude, like basically waste like fucking like half of LA, dude, like every fucking movie. I mean, we're talking about like rolling shootouts with machine guns in the middle of a fucking California freeway. Okay, like rocket launchers and shit. Like this was peak 80s. Somebody was somebody was absolutely fried out of their mind on cocaine when they wrote that script okay but but goddamn mel gibson and danny glover made it work so fucking cheers to fucking goddamn lethal weapon so now we have uh we have three more to watch freaking at some point here in the near future yeah i actually
1: have to say too So, so a lot of the retro movies are coming back but like you remember the movie cliffhanger yeah sylvester stallone uh sylvester stallone is coming back for cliffhanger too
2: is he really Yes, he is. Man, dude, like, I'm, I'm wondering if his, like, regiment of, like, freaking, like, SARMs and, like, roids and shit, like, if it's, like, keeping him young, dude. Because, like, how old is he now? He's, like, he's right behind Arnold, right? He's, like, a couple of years younger than Arnold, I think. And it's, like, if he's still able to do some, like, fucking stuntman shit, like, he must have been on, like, the best shit for, like, He's 76,
1: 76 years old. So, so kind, of, what so kind of fucking body
2: gear is Norris is 83. Yeah, give me a... Yeah, give me a body count for Lethal Weapon One for Merg uh R- Mergs and uh, uh it, Riggs and Murtaugh. Freaking uh fucking I want to know like how so,
3: <laughs> so actually the most the most deaths in legal lethal in the lethal weapon series happened in two, which was thirty four. <laughs> That's like a and fucking one. That's- one
1: had twenty six. I- yeah.
3: Can One was
1: 26, dude. Three was it says lethal weapon two comfortably outstrips its competitors. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, like lethal that's like... weapon
3: three had 14 and then four had 23.
2: God damn, dude. I mean, I watched three and four in the movie. Theater. I have
1: I, I have kills for the characters. Which characters you want to know?
2: Fucking, uh, uh, Riggs for fucking... 17. God. <laughs> God. And what about Murtaugh? Four.
1: Four? Yeah, so fucking... And Joshua Gary Busey is two. Fucking dude, like, dude, dude, Rick's like Prostitute prostitute by suicide, like, negative one. It's
2: like, dude comes back from NOM, and it's like, I don't know if you should be a cop, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like you come back from... That's come, the era that caused
3: severe psychological evaluations to happen before you like, could become dude, a law like, enforcement
2: officer. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. He came back from the war and people around you kept you dying, fight with dude. The war? What the fuck, man? Like, maybe oh, we should rethink man. our employment <laughs> strategies. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> like, shit, man. No, I mean, uh,
1: so, we lost the legend this week. Yes, we did. Yeah. And this was about, like... and the only reason why we're talking about him, not because he's a G, but because he's a veteran, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Springer. Mainly Absolutely. because he's a G, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh you know he <laughs> ran he, he his show ran from in syndication from 1991 to 2018. Before that, he went to law school, was an army reserve serviceman and for one year was named mayor of Cincinnati. If you want to know why he lost his office, you could read about that in the newspaper. We're not here going to taint the man's name here today. Even though it, it's what pretty much led pro- probably led to his legacy of uh, controversy being put out in the business which is great sure. you know because mm-hmm. i'm a sucker for it i i you know it's reality I mean, we, to used
2: to, we used to watch it religiously like like we were like looking forward to new shows new episodes you know what i mean like, there, there were
1: days cool. i would
3: fake sick from school just so i could watch fucking oh, yeah.
2: springer oh yeah dude like it was like it was. <laughs> i'm mean, just absolutely because you knew which one o'clock knew, every day well it was like you you knew which episodes were gonna freaking like we're gonna be like oh, you know, this is gonna be a good one like something like Shit, shit is gonna go down, and they would like, and they would, they would let it happen up to a certain point. Yeah. and had like the what's mm-hmm. the big bald dude? Was that Steve, the security Steve guy? Steve Wilkos. Yeah. You know, Who Steve ended up
3: getting Wilkos, his own yeah. show yeah. off of it?
2: Yeah, dude, fucking Steve Wilkos, dude. Like that's like, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like fucking, that was like. Steve
1: Wilkos is fucking raw too, by the way.
2: He's dude. He's a real. I mean, he's a real motherfucker, dude. Like, I mean, he's a big guy with a heart of gold, right? Like, that's fucking. Guys, well, he was a cop
3: at one point too. Steve was.
2: Yeah, and you know, and that's one of those things where it was just, you know, it was just they were early, early forerunners. Wilkos,
1: Steve Wilkos so, is also a Marine too. Yeah, that's so well-
3: another another little known fact. I'm not sure if any any of y'all watched um, Hardcore Pawn on True TV.
1: Yes, or oh, I, I used to love um, that show. Wait, what is so it?
3: What is it called? Hardcore Hardcore Pawn. God it's it it's about the I, it's it's about a. A pawnbroker family in Detroit, Michigan. What, um, the gold What channel was it on again? It was on A and E back in the day. Well, a little known fact: Seth Gold, the son of Les Gold from Hardcore Pawn, used to be one of the security guards on Jerry Springer.
1: No shit. That's, that's, okay,
2: okay,
3: that's pretty cool. Wait a
1: minute which which Gold? Seth,
3: the the, the son, sun?
1: the little one. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? What oh, love God bro. fucking Gonzalez fucking really up, gonzo, dude? Fucking fucking Seth was like fucking three foot nothing, bro. No, he's, watch a lot he's, of, like, watch, he's like he's like five eleven, uh, but he's like a fucking twig. I
2: don't know about you guys. I watch a lot of hardcore pawn too, dude. Like, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I I didn't know I didn't know A had that shit had that shit, but if. It, yeah, you know, like it's all—it's all good. Skin-a-max,
3: hood, bro. Skinamax. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, right. That's what I'm saying, dude.
3: Like, <laughs> while we're talking about our childhood TV habits, <laughs> yeah, like hiding, hiding. For fucking those v- of us v- that were lucky enough to have satellite TV back in the day, Skinamax was
2: the shit. Hiding fucking hide hide VHS tapes and shit, hey, like
1: well. fucking, yep. da, 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 you know. Anywho, yeah, anywho yeah, I, I, Lost- I had
2: to
3: teach I had to figure out how to make ba- I had to teach my parents how to use the VCR to record shit. so at night before I'd go to bed, I would fucking set that shit to record Skinamax for me. Good shit, man. well played well played.
1: <laughs> that- and then in the morning when <laughs> I'd get up to get ready
3: for school, I'd fucking pop that VHS tape and fucking shove that shit under the damn fucking under my mattress in my bedroom
2: <laughs> right right. Who's the so, new baby face? I think what? it's talking
1: about you, Jay. The, the new baby face? That's funny. That's that's yeah, hilarious. You, I'm new. Yeah, so Love I mean, it. yeah, so I mean, we lost we lost him. I mean, he lived a good life, he lived a long life. So yeah, you know, Jerry, all, 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 Jerry, hailed, all hail to the veterans. I mean, we're kind of gonna just kind we got a bunch of news, so we're just kind of gonna talk about it. Uh, real quick, yeah. uh, seven celebrities. You probably thought received a dishonorable discharge, but didn't. Number one, okay. Willie Nelson.
2: Okay. okay. He joined the
1: Air Force after <laughs> leaving high school in 1950, but he stayed in for only nine months. He hoped to be a firefighter pilot, but was deemed to be too absent-minded as a trainee. He would have been a medic if not for his own medical issues.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
3: I always knew he smoked
1: because of glaucoma. Yep. Hey, man. Jimmy Hendrix. <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. Hendrix. Okay. Jimmy Hendrix has an honorable discharge. Okay. Steve McQueen. Yeah. Steve King McQueen. Cool. The King I, I, cool. I'm, just,
2: I'm gonna say, like, it doesn't surprise me that Steve McQueen got out honorably. That that, that he, one actually but, doesn't surprise me. But
1: he has had an A-Wall.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But there was he, man, it was so fucking different back in those days, man. It was he, god
1: it he was, was in the brig for 41 days for that, too, for going to yeah. the Well, see, he, well, he ran away he, with his girlfriend.
2: He fucking paid clearly paid paid a price. You know what I mean? Like, uh, Ice T, yep. Ice T got out honorably. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's actually a story that Ice T talks about um, in f- that happened in Fort Benning. I okay. think we talked about this early, early days of the podcast, and he talked about how in the army, him and a couple guys went in and stole a commander's rug. Like they cut the rug up and they rolled it up and stole it from from the company. Uh-huh. And I and like they think they, they I think they I have to find it. I'll send you a link, but it was a hilarious story. Uh, next is Jerry Garcia. Uh, you know, he's being he's remembered for being one of Rolling Stone magazine's top 100 greatest guitarists of all yeah. time, experimenting with Jay's favorite LSD Talkin and founding fond- the Grateful Dead, Grateful
2: Dead man. Fucking yeah.
1: George Carlin,
2: George Carlin. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, now I get- I'll tell you what, I see a lot of like really bright, bright, flaming, shining stars in, in on this list. And it's like the one thing they all have in common is like they were smart enough to know that like the fastest way out is always through.
1: You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Uh, do, do you know what his, um, you know, what his job was in the, in the Air Force? Uh, tell me. He was what? a disc jockey.
2: Who was it again? So he was a radio host. George Carlin. George Carlin? That, that's. Yep. That makes perfect sense. It makes yep, perfect sense. Yep. Hunter, Hunter S. Uh, S. Thompson was in the Air Force too, like that's freaking.
1: Yeah, and it's cool. It says in the uh, <laughs> it says that he was court-martialed three times during his military career, but got out in 1957.
2: Good for him. Last
1: but not least, the great Don Rickles.
2: Don Rickles,
1: you know he was he he got out honorably. Okay. All right. Um. So we also have up oh, in gaming news. We oh, got. Boy. Three gaming <gasps> titles. Then we have the retro game of the week, uh, okay. Gran Turismo. Uh, trailer is coming out tomorrow. All we have is this little welcome. Oh, this little bit here. Um, okay. It,
2: tell me, tell me about the because you were you were mentioned you mentioned this a little bit when we were uh, kind of coming together uh, before before we went live. Uh, Tell me, kind of like, kind of describe it to them how you described it to me. Because the way you described it made it sound like I actually might, like, give a fuck about watching it. Yeah. So, uh,
1: for those who are, you know, what up, Brandon? Yeah, we're doing the Monday night show tonight, man. Uh, So, uh, I know you're not familiar with it, but Squilini, are you familiar with the Need for Speed uh movie that came out a couple years ago with Aaron Paul? That movie was trash. Thank you. So... Uh, <laughs> They, so, I mean, obviously we don't have a Forza movie or anything like that, but Gran Turismo thought it would be a good idea to tell the story of real life race car driver, Jan Martinborough, who, a gamer who became a real life race car driver because of Gran Turismo. And we're going to be following the story of this, of this person, this human being. Uh, It stars David Harbour and uh orlando bloom
2: wait david harbour is that like the dude from like is that santa yeah. claus and violent night
1: the, the man from the Dead. Yeah.
2: yeah fuck yeah, yeah bro and then and then orlando bloom
1: legolas like, Orlando bloom
2: oh my god he's so dreamy like
1: <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking jay <laughs> Take sorry, you nowhere john. i'm sorry john go ahead.
1: no 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 it's okay <laughs>
2: No, they, this movie sounds at, pretty
1: yeah. cool to me. I'm not going to lie. But, it really so does. This one, so, there, so this racing movie is supposed to be, is that supposed to be, you know, assholes in space with sports cars or, right. you know, drive you know, drifting, drifting in an alleyway and then fighting the military three movies after. This is just supposed right. to be a race <laughs> car movie. Just a race car movie about a racer who likes to race and that's it. You know, simple. so so we're not getting a new version of Fast
3: and the Furious, then? No, no we're I not. I was
2: gonna Fuck. say, like, I'm I'm way more <laughs> kind of just just like just like Zelda. You know, earlier when you were talking about Zelda, I'm way fucking more inclined it, to watch a movie like this with an actual fucking story than like some kind of yeah. like hyper ma- hyper macho drink Modelo and and talking about family with models in my mouth. You I know, can be, hear like, it's all good. I But do they have family? I I I get, I get, I get, I get, I get, God damn it, dude. Like, look, dude, like, I know there's people out there that like still, still like Fast and Furious for some reason. Like I was already, I was already sold so at the time. Like I never got into it in the first place. I was just like, yeah, oh, it's another freaking movie where a lot of dudes in tank tops should probably be putting on a t-shirt. It's probably, have you ever been in California, like in the evenings, you know, when the you know the the the, the breeze is coming in off the ocean. It gets chilly out there, man. You you know we don't we don't we don't need to be wearing you know sleeveless shirts. You know what I'm saying? Why not? I know it's all about family, Gonzalo. Like I know. <laughs> all, I've gotta is, all I've got to
3: say is I've got to
2: say is family. Okay. Okay. okay family keeps you warm. Okay. And I live my, okay. I live my I, yeah. I live my life a quarter mile at a time too. I got it. All right. Fine. Like yeah. <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> So,
3: <laughs> so it's about drive it's about power we stay home
2: wrong button up, so gran turismo that, that looks that looks fun that looks fun yeah that actually
1: it could be something <laughs> yeah. um
2: God damn next
1: it. we we have the reveal for um so uh, Jedi Survivor came out. I've been calling it Jedi Fallen Jedi for like the last three fucking weeks. I finally got the name right. That's so okay. N- now uh fallen I think we have a comment in the comment you know, <laughs> section about it. Jedi Survivor is out now <laughs> and I'm I um my problem is not with the game my problem oh god <laughs> someone's going to start screaming out roll tide any second now i'm waiting for it
3: and max uh, you actually uh you actually fucked up there and said alabama you should have said west virginia
2: hey that uh, yeah, my kids were born there you gotta be careful dude like
1: <laughs> west virginia well, well yeah anyway um born there but, but the parents about, aren't yeah, from so, there right so, <laughs> so Jedi Survivor is it out makes a difference. and like Max Moran said, EA patched Jedi Survivor. So you couldn't complete the campaign to prevent PC users from encountering a game breaking bug. This is just a whole nother issue that we are. There it is. He did it. He fucked. Roll tide. There it is. Uh, this is just another another notch on the belt for EA fucking us raw once again. And saying here's the game, but it do doesn't you, work on your PCs. Do you now, guys
2: do you guys think they're not going to fix it, or like, what is your like, what is your take on this? Like, as, 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 as like even, what I would call like actual gamers, like compared to me being a casual. Like, what is your guys' actual take on this? Like, how bad is it?
3: So, so here's my take. Let's let's circle back to a couple games that have come out over the past couple months here. Hogwarts Legacy, lots of bugs. Within a couple of weeks, they had everything patched. It was running great. Okay. Last of Us, the port over to PC by Sony. Okay. They same situation. Certain hardware it ran no problems. Certain hardware it fucking tanked. They patched it. It was fixed. Okay. Right now, I I give it a couple of weeks. I mean, the game literally just came out three days ago.
2: That's about yeah, four days at this point. Um we have a I know we have a community member and, it, a community member uh card my one of my okay, buddies card- yeah. Cardenas. He said he he said his was fine, but I'm assuming he's a console player. Is this out on console as well?
1: Yeah, okay.
2: Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that I, I'm assuming so, like but I like that's yeah so, so that's
3: that's the big thing. A lot of the complaints and the issues with the game have been happening on PC. Yeah. Okay. Not on console. Okay. Now And we take so, pride
1: in it because these things are supposed to work, work on console. Right. You know? I mean on on yeah. PC. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely.
2: So,
3: that's the thing. You've got across all the different uh different yeah, forums. A bunch, you've got a bunch players of from
2: Max coming in. <laughs> yeah.
3: You've got players that have 100% top of the line everything. You know, best of the best CPU, best of the best GPU, and they're encountering issues. And then you got people that have equipment that's like five, six years old with no issues. So it's very sporadic. It's not, there's no 100% if you have this hardware, it's going to fail. If you have this hardware, it's going to work great. Because there's some people that are having issues with the same low-end old-ass hardware as people with high-end hardware and vice versa. It's, it's it's a extremely sporadic thing, and somebody with a software development background, me speaking from that point, for them to 100% pinpoint whatever the bugs are, it's going to take a little bit of time. I'm, now, I'm, I'm this sure is where... You, yeah. This is where I circle back with earlier when I was talking about Zelda and Nintendo, how I'll pre-order a fucking Zelda game in a heartbeat, but...
2: Well, I'm John, not going to pre-order a PC game. John, what was your experience playing it? I want I got to hear this, dude.
1: But... Uh, dropped frame rates. I could hear everything clearly, but I can't everything I I it's like move it's like watching the Nickelodeon that's broken. Goddamn. You know, like that right. that you know, I'm on PC that's like that's disappointing. And I and I mean, guys, Squelini built my PC. We know that this is like what I have is not some like you know, two laced, you know, buckle my shoe bullshit, you know, like, right. And, so, and, and we've talked about this earlier that and, people with lower, you know, graphics cards, they're working mm-hmm. completely fine. Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Isn't, is, and is that's that, kind of one of the things, like,
3: being, knowing 100% the ins and outs of one of the PCs that's having problems with this specific game, seeing as I did build John's PC. All the parts were shipped to me directly. They were brand new in box. I broke the seals on each and every fucking box the components that went into his computer were in. He didn't cheap out. I mean, this dude, for CPU motherboard, cooler, hard drive, and RAM spent less than he did on his fucking GPU for all the other main components combined.
1: Um, and you yourself have got, had a great PC as well, too. He's got, you know, a
3: Ryzen. A, it's a Ryzen 9 5900X. He's got a 38 ETI. He's got 64 gigs of RAM. He's got a shit ton of fucking storage space. He didn't skimp on piece on components, and he's having problems. But when sounds, I built mine. I, I will didn't skimp
1: that. on components. No, at, at the same Ron, time,
2: I didn't re- pre-order. I, I will
1: say the the story sounds great, though.
2: <laughs> well, I was gonna say, like, are you good? are you, like, you kind of holding on to this to, like, maybe, like, wait a couple weeks and see if they come out with a patch, and yeah. Then, yeah. then maybe, like, I'm we, gonna re- give it like a month. month. I'm gonna give yeah, it like once like month. re- attempt, maybe re- attempt. Like me and. Me and uh, Nikki just two months, uh, got,
1: yeah, two months is way better.
2: Me and Nikki just downloaded uh, No Man's Sky, so I think we're gonna try that here in a little bit and just see kind of like where yeah. that goes. Mm-hmm. And like I mean, I've been, I've been replaying Red Dead Redemption. I finally got my PlayStation plugged in, so I've been kind of like yeah. I mean, I'm playing Red Dead. To, that's not all I'm doing gaming. So my, my next yeah.
1: game, now that I just finished Red Dead, right before Starfield comes out, I think mm-hmm. I'm about to jump into Cyberpunk. Finally, I think that's I'm gonna mean, now that all the patches and it's like fully functioning. Yeah, Again, all that That's shit. another
3: example of. Yeah. I mean, that game kept get getting delayed, getting delayed, getting delayed, getting delayed, and then right. it released with a whole bunch of fucking problems. It's, the, the problem it t- is... It, it, it turns the, it, it
2: turns casuals like me completely against pretty much all of it, and it makes it so well, hard for me to, like, like, I want to give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really want to. And, like, so, these, these, these companies have just nosedived and tanked the whole industry to the point where it's like, you expect games to be, be released broken, like everybody's happy with like a finished product nowadays. It's like, how the fuck did, it, did that become like less than the standard? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go, go, go ahead. Well, see, and
3: and, and and that's the thing. You've got you know Jay for you. You've got me and John. Like we're dedicated to testing this shit. Sure. sure. And then you're a casual gamer. Like I just want to be immersed like enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. I play games. Yeah, I play games for fun and to relax. I mean, but at the same time, I also play games to entertain other people and provide some kind of content. Sure. And if a game that I'm anticipating is going to be a good game and I purchase it and it's crap out the gate, I'm annoyed. Right. But I'm also going to being somebody that works in the IT field and has worked in software development, I'm going to give the developers a little bit of time. Am am I upset that I paid $60 to beta test a fucking game? Hell Yeah, dude. I'm extremely pissed the fuck off. Yeah. Because that's really what the gaming industry has gotten to. We buy new games that have gotten delayed, like Jedi Survivor. This one got delayed several times.
2: And and it still wasn't done. And
3: it still came out incomplete, or complete, but with a lot of issues. So now at this point, I've paid $76 after tax is what a new video game costs nowadays to beta test a fucking game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember when we... It's funny, too, because the first comment that I saw on Steam was, I'm not your beta tester, EA. (laughs) Holy... <laughs> Dude, that the- was mm-hmm. the first comment. If you go on Steam, that's last year. See, last year,
2: when me and when me and John, when me and John did the beta like, for uh, Call of Duty, the beta ended up being better than the fucking game they released. You remember yeah. that shit?
0: Who's like like, the it, like game,
2: it literally the, the beta was fucking was, better than the fucking game. I mean the like, beta was the fuck? that like, was like
3: what- I think the beta for Call of Duty was
2: mm,
3: right after my fourth or fifth episode with you guys
2: possibly yeah and it was like it was right there at the beginning of me stepping in and doing and this with yeah. you. and it wasn't and it wasn't anything special but it wasn't it wasn't the worst one either by far but it was like as soon as the actual game came out like it took all the fun with it and it was like oh well then okay i guess i'll just not play your game well, anymore bye See you later, I guys. just wanna
3: because there's a lot of talk in chat about cyberpunk because John mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out that game is constantly on sale in oh, stores for ten bucks oh, because I know. it's still complete and utter fucking trash. I believe and it. I believe and it the only worth, it reason, reason it's it sold
1: it. look that it's either gonna be that or I'm gonna play Star Citizen because I need to I because I've I, I need to feel something. I'm telling up.
2: you, go, Star Citizen. Fuck cyberpunk, bro. Dude, I'm looking forward to freaking Starfield now that like we're gonna play No
1: Starfield, um, man. We're playing
2: No Man's Sky, and you said Starfield is gonna be like an exaggerated version of that with even better shit, and it's with on a Game story.
1: Pass. With yeah, a story. with a
2: story, and it's on Game Pass. Is, is it is it multiplayer? Or is it only is it only single? It's player? only single. Oh, okay. But I, still. I don't. I don't
1: know what the. I have. Yo, will hit me up for star citizen i have yet never tried it yo that's a fucking investment apparently you have to pay 40 bucks for oh yes
2: ship? hey somebody's mentioning hockey in here did i just got i gotta fucking send a hockey shout out dude like as a like not even not even a casual fan of hockey as somebody that kind of grew up very removed from hockey what the actual fuck is going on in the hockey playoffs dude like all of the like the all the fucking giants this year New have like, fallen in yeah. the fucking like first round dude like who the fuck all is I, actually? All I want to say is that you,
1: I you. wish Kyle Palmieri was still in the Devils right now because that car, that that SUV he gave me right outside that sitting in my parking lot. Oh, yeah, that thing is still there. You it's know, because if you know, because if you look back, um my life since that day, my life changed right awesome. after that i started doing the dd Two Fourteen gaming podcast i started getting into more things so if it wasn't for kyle Palmieri, man Watersh- watershed uh,
2: w- watershed moments don't always have to be bad guys you know what yeah. i mean like sometimes a watershed <laughs> moment is a good
1: one you know what yeah I mean? and, f- and fuck the bruins fuck boston they still they smell God. like shit
2: God. of course you're gonna throw that shit in dude
1: uh now real quick, our last <laughs> gaming news before we get into retro game of the week. And this will uh-huh. give you a this will give you a nice six minute break to drink some water. We'll get some more know. coffee. Yeah. So on Reddit, a user named Elvite shared that they had won a lifetime Xbox game subscription through a sweepstake with Microsoft Awards. Fantastic. Congratulations. Absolutely. I- After initially accepting the prize, they began to fill out paperwork and realized that the Lifetime Game Pass membership would be costing them substantially. What do you mean? He says, I read that I would have $7,300 of added taxable income to my 2023 taxes as a result if I claim the prize. What? The user explained of this process involved after the win per US tax law that will likely increase my 2023 federal tax bill by 1752, 24% of the prize value, right? Also, I would have I would have added state income tax, but let's not bother figuring that in. This makes the prize not really a benefit to me until almost 10 years have passed, which is how many years of game pass I could buy right now if I spent around $1,752. Needless to say, I declined the offer. I would too. That, like anything that's gonna mm-hmm. fuck me on the taxes, dude, is
2: like you can absolutely get the hell out of dodge, dude. Like I'm not even fucking with that shit, dude. Like, well, I, yeah. one thing, one, one, one thing that one thing that you know, and this is not this is not a statement against anybody else or how anybody else lives their life. One thing I've always prided myself on is that I've I've always maintained a very very low level of debt, and so yeah. like accepting a prize mm-hmm. like that, if that it's you're now you're gonna you're now gonna be like fucking me on my goddamn like w2s dude every year is like i can't fuck with that you know what yeah. i mean like that's basically it basically becomes debt you know what i mean right. Like i'm not adding debt to like play video. i like he said i can just fucking purchase the motherfucking game pass dude and just do it the do it the right way you know what i mean it's way mm-hmm. cheaper that's that and it that doesn't go on my w2 so yeah.
1: and now when we come back we're gonna do retro game of the week with gonzo and then we're gonna finish off with military news and our final thoughts and all that stuff let All me right. make sure I get this right. Um it's a big file, Gonzo. And and oh, to kind of leave on, on the, like uh, the yeah. yet, to, to no, to leave on
3: the uh prize stuff real quick. This is just a lesson, everybody. Melon. if you win anything that totals more than six hundred dollars, that is considered taxable income under the IRS. This
2: is true. As far as like like last time I checked, that's it. the the, the threshold is actually very low. It's yeah. very very low. It's is, it's six hundred exactly.
3: That. I've had to look into it because of content. Interesting. That's
1: Interesting.
2: For oh, that's yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah, if you monetize, if you monetize your fucking content, yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Yeah. All Makes right. Sense. And now today's retro game of the week. Uh, right. you guys, the the you microphones are still going to be on, so make sure you you uh, mute yourselves.
0: Hell yeah it's like high school what's going on guys you already know what time it is it's time for that retro game of the week and if you think you got next i even supply the quarter for you Going on, Gonzo Gamers. Welcome to today's edition of your retro game of the week. If you thought I went way back last week, I'm gonna go even further this week. So this week's um uh, game is none other than Frogger. I'm pretty sure my OGs out there remember this one. Uh, definitely a classic, definitely a super throwback. Um, nothing I mean, well, now nothing hype, or maybe it's hype because it's retro. Um, but like you compare it to what's out there now, obviously, it just doesn't compare as far as like graphic gameplay and all that stuff like that. But back in the day when it dropped for the Atari, um, you know, it was probably the biggest thing out there, you know. Um, uh, remember it coming out on uh the arcade first, at least from what I looked up. I was dropped in the arcade and then on home council and really it's nothing to it you know you're a frog trying to get to the other side kind of like uh why did the chicken cross the road kind of thing uh basically the frog trying to get across a highway across i guess a pond or riverbank to where its destination was either in a lily pad or on the other side of basically the other side of the screen um as always provide you know no picture and picture here yeah that, that that's a water cooler back there it's really not uh it's not in use right now it's just for decor but when i get everything going here they're definitely being used because summers here where i live at in texas is not the greatest especially in this garage that i don't have the greatest um circulation of air you know i have some not most there's no vents in here there's no central air in here so either i buy something and use the water cooler to cool my ass down anyway uh really as you see from the picture in picture it's just the frog going from the bottom to the top of the screen dodging cars trucks whatever traffic is there then when it gets to the uh part where it has to go from land to water you're getting on lily pads uh, or leaves or whatever it is um logs you have to dodge i guess there's a crocodile that comes across the screen i realized that while i was playing And then um, you get towards the end, but it's just all about strategic timing. um, Moving the, like I said, this is all I had, this is really all I had. It was a joystick and so you press a button and you move around up, down, left, right really nothing much to it at least for the atari goes when it came to frogger uh there were other games that did use other uh joysticks like you had um for racing i guess this you turn the knob and it curves left and right i guess the triggers for the gas i haven't played a racing game on my atari yet i do own one uh, but i just haven't given it a try yet and then you had sports games that i believe use this it says paddle i guess for tennis and it's the same thing i guess you swung with the clicks and move or swung with this and i I really don't know but there was just two buttons on each of the thing not even one button and, and something to move a joystick one button um for my ogs i don't know how you did it but it was done and at that time it was the greatest thing on earth so i'm not knocking it uh because as you saw the last episode coleco vision number pad and uh what you call a joystick but the joystick was like circular like this not like this um but uh that's really kind of what it was um frogger said it was a hit in arcades uh so much of a hit i guess with the ogs that uh if you ever watched Seinfeld, there's an episode where the character, George Costanza, has like the top score on Frogger, because like he's the man on it. And if the arcade, I believe, was pulled out or shut off or something, um, his high score was going to be obsolete. And he's trying to save his high score somehow some way throughout the entire episode to the point where he gets in a scenario where he's real-life Frogger with the machine, and they give an overhead view of him trying to go across i guess the busy main street in new york and he's like bopping and weaving through traffic to the untimely scenario where a truck (laughs) hits the arcade and and like just (laughs) explodes and well failed mission but um yeah that's pretty much it for frogger it's just point a to point b with a bunch of obstacles in the middle i said nothing crazy lackluster again like the smurfs it wasn't nothing wild but for the timeline that it was it was the greatest thing on earth all right guys as always like not like middle no finger criticize curse out say what you want in the comments i don't care i told you i shoot this like it's live like i'm talking to a live the audience with the applause and the cheers and the boos and everything else one take and it's over but uh Feel free to subscribe, Gonzo Gone Gaming on YouTube, also DD214 Gaming on YouTube. Check out their page on Facebook, check out my group on Facebook, Gaming. And uh, that's it for this week. But um, as you saw in the intro, if you guys still want the smoke, where the hell is it? Got that quarter for you. If you want the smoke from Marvel's Capcom. My machine doesn't take quarters, but I do. So bring your money, chumps.
1: Okay, so first off, as soon as I saw Frogger, I was just like Seinfeld. Do you know the scene that he's referring to? In, in <laughs> you know, Seinfeld, and he uh, had like a, a Frogger machine, and, he, and there was machine. like an overhead. I have to pull it up because I love it's one of my it's one of my favorite scenes <laughs> in in Seinfeld <laughs> of all time. It always comes back to Seinfeld, doesn't it? Like Seinfeld
2: did it first, mm-hmm. almost like The Simpsons, right? No, boy, 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 I'll tell you what. Being a teenager in the
1: '90s was pretty fucking cool, dude. Let me tell you guys. Oh, right. it was, and Seinfeld definitely portrayed that. Here we go. The Frogger scene, Seinfeld. <laughs> I say, turn it down. You're gonna what get you it down. Guys
3: eat the fly. Eat the fly. <laughs> Got it. You idiots, you're gonna wear down the battery.
1: Well, the batteries are fine. We've got with the great Peter store. Oh God, there. Only three minutes. Get out. Out. <laughs> All right, quick, get this thing back in the pizzeria. George, they closed up. <laughs> I need an outlet. A what? Holes! I need holes! <laughs> the pharmacy's still
3: open. All right, Kramer, you block off traffic. You two, go sweet talk the pharmacist.
0: You owe me a quarter. <laughs> Slippery Pete. <pizza. laughs>
1: Grandma, hurry up! God! I'm out. No tape left. Well, come on, George. I'll help you push it across. Wait a minute. This looks familiar. This reminds me of something. I can do this by yourself, Jerry. I've been preparing for this moment my entire
2: life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like a frog, so do you.
1: The scenes in, in Seinfeld I've ever seen. That is absolutely what hilarious. That's absolutely what great, hilarious. What a great choice too, because Frogger, you know, we played different versions of Frogger on Nintendo, on mobile, and what's actually super funny is that. He said this is a Easter egg episode. I already know what the Easter egg is because May the Fourth is this week, and he was sitting in front of Star Wars memorabilia. Ah,
2: so I, I
1: I I that was the first thing I noticed too. Uh, May the Fourth is this week, guys. It is Star Wars week, so mm-hmm. get ready to get ready to spend your fucking money on Star Wars shit for Mother's Day, baby.
3: him. Oh wait, wrong, wrong, wrong franchise. Yeah,
2: it's
3: right. okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh,
1: there.
2: I also did. Uh... I was actually in the theater twice this week. Uh, we saw a special showing of Return of the Jedi. Uh, yeah, last 40th
1: week. anniversary. We yep. did.
2: We saw that. So like we, we was, did it. We did. Was was that? Were people excited? The, there was. It was. I would say it was pretty close to a full house. Um, it wasn't like. Oh, I would say it wasn't like overly celebratory. It was more. It was more subdued. But I, also. Um, they showed the it was a
3: full house of people like me and you John they
2: they showed yeah. uh they showed they showed the return of jedi that like that were like they added a few things which some things they added were kind of okay and then that some of the other stuff like I'm I'm a child of the 80s so like my brain still doesn't really cover like I know exactly where they added stuff because like mm-hmm. I'm like what the fuck is this you know what I mean like and then it's like yeah I hate brother. the digital remastered version. I liked I like the explosions of the Death Star. The Death Star's better. I did th- I do think yeah. that was I do think that was 100% an improvement like in, in, the, in you know like but some of the added scenes and like they just kind of fall flat like a hockey puck. You know what I mean? Like the 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 whole cantina scene with the Jabba the Hutt and the the, the, the it turned into like a song and dance routine. It was like bro. Like <laughs> we we we've, we've seen this movie 10,000 times dude. Like come come yeah. on. Did, did we? Or, did we have to do that? Like, come on! My
3: my least favorite was at the end of episode six, the Force Ghosts, where they added Hayden Christensen at, oh, yeah. as the Force Ghost
2: it for did, that's yeah that's the that's that's same one we watched. Like that was yeah, the end. Yeah. That's the
1: final edit. They're done with that.
2: It was it was Hayden Christensen at the end. I was just kind of like, I guess so. Roger that. But yeah. overall. Never a bad day if you're seeing Star Wars in the theater. You know what I mean. Never no, a bad. Never.
1: day. <laughs> and actually, uh, and you know, just to go back real quick, Gonzo, that was a really good retro game of the week. I, I absolutely, really absolutely. Auger, is. Uh, wait, why fun. didn't why didn't Jedi Survivor come out on the fourth? Missed opportunity, dude. We 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 don't fucking know. We don't question the burdens of stupid rich people here on I'm DD two fourteen gaming. We I'm just it, because it, EA. <laughs> I don't think there's anything major coming out on May fourth either, right? It's just it's just mm-hmm. a bunch of coats, a bunch of jackets from from uh, uh, Columbia. Know. You know the Columbia jackets, the winter jackets no. with the fucking mm-hmm. fur lining and shit. See, Squilini knows he knows what jackets I'm talking about, and he knows damn well me and him are never gonna have the money to buy it either just like Mario should have came out Mar- March 10th. I, I agree. Ah, uh, yeah. See, I agree. You but know. that's, above, that, you know, that's above our pay grade. It really uh, is. So, you know, so we were laughing, we were laughing, but now we're not going to laugh anymore, guys. Um, we got some bad news. Yeah. Um, so to start off, um, uh, Marine has been killed, uh, in the Ukraine war, Yeah. Uh, A Marine veteran was killed last week in Eastern Ukrainian city where the country's military has been locked for months in intense fighting with Russian forces. Cooper Harris Andrews 26 was killed in Bakma where he was ambushed by Russian forces while defending evacuees. Journalist Jake Hanrahan tweeted on Sunday that Andrews was killed alongside other fighters and was a member of a a popular, of popular front, a grassroots conflict journalism platform. Um, you know, this is an American lost on on foreign soil uh fighting the good fight for, yep. you know, for people that don't even know his name. Um, he knew, you know, we, we've been seeing a lot of this, you know, um, you know what you're signing up for. You know what you know what the fight is. And, you know, those who are willing to go over there and do the fight, Godspeed, you know, but Absolutely. not all of them, you know, unfortunately, not all of them are gonna make it back home and this is just the realities of what war yeah. is.
2: And that's it it is unfortunate, but his his name is like gonna forever be remembered. And he is he is going to be uh forever on the right side of history. Uh we're like kind of we're we're kind of watching like the real the real time collapse of what was supposedly the, the number two force in the world. Yeah. And watch and watching it fail this catastro- catast- ha- catastrophically. Um it's really been a godsend because everybody, everybody was like holding their breaths last year while we were kind of like joking about it on this podcast. But the reality is it is still happening. You know what I mean? We are, we are over a year, a long time now. Yeah. We are over a year into this conflict. Like, yes, yes. Ukraine is winning. Yes. Russia's military is folding like fucking napkins on the battlefield, but that doesn't mean the fight is over. Like it is not going to be over until they have pushed them completely fucking out that includes all the way to the end. That includes the Donbass. That includes fucking Crimea. Like that includes the destruct the destruct, uh, destruction of the Crimean bridge. And it's they don't you know mean? like takeover.
1: It's, they just want their shit back. That's it.
2: They want their, that's it. They just want to be free in their own fucking land. That is literally it. And like they ah. they you talk about a unilateral unprovoked uh invasion, right? Like that's yeah we'll we'll just I, we're yeah. very we're we're very passionate about it in this house and and it is it is always a tragedy uh to lose one of our own but we we say uh Slava Ukraini and eroyim Slava you know which means glory to the heroes you know and obviously glory glory mm-hmm. to to Ukraine you know yeah. what I mean like the, you know, the, the and glory
1: the, to and glory to Cooper Harris Andrews he, Absolutely rest in fucking I mean,
2: power dude rest in fucking I mean, power the, dude I mean
1: the story here is that he was killed alongside other fighters while defending evacuees yeah, to that, you know, if that's not you know one of the most hero fucking things to fucking do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, to go to go down swinging like that. Um, in other news, a U.S. Army helicopter crashed in the mountains during fair weather in Fairbanks, Alaska. Two U.S. This is this is kind of hard to talk about. Two U.S. Army helicopters crashed last week in Alaska, killing three soldiers. Uh, those three soldiers, uh, we will. Whose names here are warrant officer three Christopher Robert Aramo, thirty nine; chief warrant officer two Kyle McKenna, twenty eight; and warrant officer one Stuart Dwayne Wayman, thirty
2: yeah.
1: uh, two. Two AH sixty four Apache helicopters were returning to Fort Wainwright from an aerial gunnery range southeast of Fairbanks when they collided. Uh, A fourth soldier survived and remains hospitalized, a spokesperson for the U.S. Army Alaska has said investigators plan to fly on Monday morning on the accident scene about 50 miles east of the small town of Healy. The Army Ground Aviation units on Friday conduct further training following the recent deadly accidents. Um, two Blackhawk helicopters crashed last month in Kentucky as well during a routine nighttime training exercise that killed nine soldiers. And in February, a Tennessee National Guard Blackhawk crashed in Alabama during a flight training mission, killing two crew members. Also in February, two soldiers were injured when an Apache helicopter rolled at rolled after taking off from Talkeetna, Alaska. Um, there is a lot of, I mean, yeah. how, I mean, yeah there's a lot of stuff going on in aviation right now well
2: the fleet the fleet yeah they've the army is has grounded the entire air fleet and that was that that like that occurred like last week at some point and they're probably conducting some top to bottom left to rights uh like army wide you know every installation has probably got a lot of people like up their ass right now trying to figure out like you know what i'm <laughs> i don't like i don't like uh bad mouthing uh you know or you know that that kind of manner of speech as far as like uh here here on the here on the podcast uh i will say a lot of times when these kind of things kind of occur back to back it eventually usually comes down to you know op tempo and the uh the uh the work life cycle of the of the uh soldiers involved you know what i mean whether it's whether it's the pi whether it's the pilots the, the the crews crew members um maintenance on the ground you know what i mean like just all of it, all of it involved. Everything from top to bottom, from the people flying 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 the machines to the people that like are are uh turning the wrenches. You know what I mean? Like there's usually some, you know, the linchpin, the the linchpin usually comes down to op tempo. And I, I hate to I hate to like kind of like put it just like that, but from my experience in the army, when shit started getting like really fucked up like over and over again. And like just silly, silly mistakes kept on happening. Like for, for what would, you know, seemingly be no, no reason or kind of, kind of hard to pinpoint. It usually came down to op tempo when just people are just fucking exhausted. You know what I mean? And like when mistakes unfortunately happen, sometimes when people are exhausted, like it can come at a heavy, heavy cost. You know what I mean? And that's, that it's very unfortunate when this stuff happened, training, training deaths hurt almost, I think more than deaths on the battlefield in a way. You know what I mean? Because that is, Absolutely. it's rough, dude. It's rough dealing with, with, with deaths during
1: training. You know what I mean? Like that's, mm-hmm.
2: yeah, it sucks. Yeah.
1: And you know, I mean, the, you know, the, this was actually, this is big somber news, you know, rest in peace to the, to the warrant officers whose lives were were taken from us this week. You know, the U S army always prevails. You know, we always go through uh, investigations. will conclude what happened it's kind of interesting you know um you know one major thing that i keep thinking about is you know wind you know and that, uh, could two, I, and that could be that
2: could be too it might be it yeah, might be something as know? simple as like the uh, the alaskan freaking like tundra you know what i mean yeah. like that's i have no idea like just a you know, push
1: all, all it takes is just a
2: a little I push and i don't fly helicopters <laughs> and I, I have no idea like what it takes to keep those things freaking you know, from, like, crashing themselves. You know what I mean? So I'm yeah. not going to sit here and, like, Monday morning quarterback anything either. You know what yeah. I mean? So you, you're absolutely and
1: right. For real. And, you know, while, while we're on that note, you know, we're here at the end. uh Doing the final thought. I just want to say we're just going to, you know, we're going to keep it simple. We're going to keep it fresh, guys. You know, you're not alone. You know, we're here. It's late at night. You actually got a different flavor than we got today. But sometimes... You may, you may feel like you're seasoned with a different type of spice that day, and that spice may not be compatible with how you're feeling today. So you get these clouds. You start feeling down. You don't know who to talk to. Well, there's resources that you have. You have the National Suicide Hotline, which is star 988 or 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. You guys have to understand that i mean not not only are we losing soldiers in different you know different ways accidents but we are losing soldiers and we are losing civilians our brothers and our sisters our mothers and fathers and our daughters our sons uh, the number is way too high and we we can only you know we we can only do so much but we can never stop trying that makes sense you know just just mm-hmm. don't stop trying you know if they're if maybe your worst enemy that day might be your best friend you know pick up your phone you know if you bump into somebody you know if maybe they're having a bad day too talk about it have a drink of water go outside it's nice out it's nice out it's ten o'clock p.m. I might even take a take a walk out with my wife tonight because I didn't have a good day. You know what I mean? There you go. And if you're not having a good day, try your best to make the best of it. All right? Here it is, mm-hmm. guys. We love you. It's hundred. We'll see you. Well, and I, actually, let in less than 168, we're gonna see you yeah. guys on Sunday. You know, this was a very impromptu. This was actually very fun. Take some ibuprofen and change your socks. You know, I might. Yeah. actually to change my socks you
2: know and and and, you know and i I gotta say like you know kind of to the to your point and kind of like just as a as kind of like a a follow-up to the final thought like we we took it we took a knee this this week on sunday and that really like it wasn't anybody's fault it just like schedules didn't line up there was stuff that we we had we all all three had to do and i just it just didn't line up It didn't happen on sunday we said fuck it we're not gonna worry about it We'll freaking do we'll do we'll deal with it either tomorrow or sometime in the week.
1: We it said just, Wednesday what? at first. Yeah.
2: It, 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 just, <laughs> well, it just so happens we were able, to, we were able from, to make it happen tonight and go go live on Monday on you know Monday night in prime time, you know, instead of fucking Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So I mean that there's nothing we, nothing wrong with the football schedule. You know yeah. what I mean? I like, mean
3: we literally said yesterday it came down to well let's let's hold off right now. We all had a lot going on. Yep. And then we said if we do another episode, if we do a episode this week, we get to it. If we don't, we'll just do our normal Sunday yeah. episode and here we are.
1: So and then, and then, all, of sudden, and then all of a sudden and all of us say so we're meeting at seven, right? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah and, and that's and you know, we, we just roll with it. We like like you said, we we took a knee, we drank some water, like we didn't cry that about was it. A good show. And, and now and we just and now we're still we're still yep. right on fucking schedule. We still got a fucking episode
1: yeah. in for the week. So there it is. And like I said, for some of us, the night is just starting for others the night is just ending are you, you can't get my old ass to bed
2: <laughs> be right behind you probably. myself so. guys have a fucking okay. guys have a fucking good week dude we'll see you soon yep. see you all, see everybody
3: in 144
2: yes sir yes yeah, sir. oh shit he did the math look at this motherfucker all smart and shit